What's up, my peoples? If you're late to the party, we're featured on Podcast Republic. Podcast Republic can be used on your Android device through the Google Play Store and downloaded from there. They have all types of podcasts through their app and makes it easy to listen to on your Android or through your desktop. We're glad you want to chill with us. So don't miss out on our feature by making sure you check out Podcast Republic today. So what's in your cup? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. I called the head of Payless. You need to be dominating that shit. You need to be the hot. You need to be the highlight reel. That you need to be the guy that they pass it to all the time. Cause. In the hood, we had to play every role. Y'all had to be a power forward, a point guard, a center, all of that shit. When you're on a sorry-ass team, you got to do it all. So eventually it became a, I ain't worried about Noel. What the fuck you guys doing? Then when you get on a team full of good motherfuckers and you're not that good. You don't know how to act. That's when you get that spirited award, the most spirited. I'm like, this is some bullshit. I was happy getting that award, though, but niggas was clowning me like, yeah, you got the most spirited. I got the most spirited, motherfucker, because I wasn't complaining. I was just like, you putting me in? Okay, cool. You not putting me in? Okay, cool. We would go down to Wooster and get our ass whooped by them white boys. This one I'm on the team is me, uh, Duck, my nigga uh, Tony. Really, it was a team full of point guards. That's all it was, for real. Chris was like supposed to be the center, but he wanted to be a point guard. Everybody wanted Everybody to be a point guard. So <laughs> yeah. I was a true power forward. One, so, one thing about the hood, though, is like you ain't got too many hoops. So if you playing on crates, you ain't at a good time house or something like that. So everybody in the world know how to dribble like a motherfucker because that's all you can do. <laughs> I remember the first time that uh, I got to play on a hoop, I was in the fifth going to the sixth grade. And the basketball coach, he saw me because because uh, the, the the hoop over there by Memorial, like you know, it used to be in the middle of the fucking parking lot. If you if you remember that, yeah. So yeah, so that's where I used to be at on that asphalt, just doing that and, and doing reverse layups and shit. He came out there, he played me in one on one, and you know, I only had the left hand for a long ass time. He kept trying to make me go right, and like I shake him and just keep going left every time. And so, like, from that, from that point on, like, uh, that's when I started uh, in, in basketball, like, uh, in, in organized basketball. So, yeah, but Mr. Barrett, that's He went away and got better than everybody, though. He was really playing organized ball. I wasn't. We were just on good time. We played on good time. And uh, OG Mo and them had the basketball hoop in their backyard on Inglewood. We had some battles back there that shit used to be fun but you know what it teaches you to be able to play for yourself when you play in the hood that's like what i i know that's what i learned because you know i thought i was the shit that's like oh you think you, you think you the shit huh? i'm gonna take you out here with some people who gonna whoop your ass like, ain't nobody fucking with me i'm the kid that nigga took me to the city city i was like damn these bitches fast get out there i'm like oh shit 
I'm out there, you know, what's your name? I'm like, I'm Gemini. They're like, oh, we about to fuck you up. <laughs> so I'm for real. Like, they bodying me and shit. And, you know, they body you and shit. And I'm like, I'm getting frustrated. He's like, no, nah, don't come over here. Get your ass out there. So I'm like, man, oh, you you from the, you a burb girl. You, bur I'm a what? Oh, Hillary Banks. Hillary. Oh, shit. <laughs> now it's on and popping. I'm pushing niggas. I'm, I'm just doing it. I'm not passing nobody no more because now I got to prove something. But what I learned was I was not scared of anyone. And it teaches you that you can go out there and do it yourself. Like you may be organizing all that shit, but there's going to be a time and a place where your team is going to be shitty and you need to figure out, I'm, I'm going to do this. And that to me, that's what I learned from going to play. And I was like... My dad's like, you want to go play at the center? I'm like, man, fuck that. Take me to the hood. I'm trying to body some bitches because I know listen. when I come back, I'm about to be cold. <laughs> right. Because that's, that's where you got good at. You learn how to take a foul in the hood. You learn how to body a motherfucker in the hood. Boxing out. For Boxing. real. I have to. Yeah. So I became- They jumping, jumping. I, I started watching. Everybody else wanted to look at Jordan and all. I'm, staring, I'm watching Charles Barkley. I'm watching what Dennis Rodman is doing. So I'm boxing motherfuckers out. I can't lay up worth a damn. So I'm just off the glass with everything, or I'm just shooting that bitch. Everybody else doing layups. Fuck a layup. I'm do 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 do, boom do 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 do, boom. When I got to high school though, for real, for real, I fuck with Mello. Like Mello was like, man, Denver Mello was my guy. Him, I fuck with Ray Allen. I couldn't even shoot that well, but I fucks with Ray Allen because the thing is, he was fundamental. He did the shit that worked for him. And I'm like, okay, I need to do the shit that worked for me. Wasn't no LeBron James at the time. But if it would have been a LeBron James, that would have been my nigga. Because that's exactly who I wanted to play like. And, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be Jordan. But I damn sure could have been uh, just Carmelo. And I, and I had handles Carmelo, too. like, fuck everybody. That's what I wanted to be. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> but I just, as a power forward, and having handles... Cause I can handle that bitch too. It used to piss people off, a little short, chubby motherfucker crossing people up. But I learned that cause all I hoot with was point guards. What nothing made me more mad than a little nigga trying to do something to me. Man. Oh my god. I'm coming. That shit make me so mad. <laughs> I'm coming through lanes, coming behind my back. Boom. Do 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 do. Boom. They like he can't lay up though. Okay, stop me from coming through that. I'm about to shoot that bitch now. Because we learned, first of all, you had to learn how to shoot because you playing 33, we playing putouts. It's 50 motherfuckers on the court. I'm sitting back playing my role, letting everybody put each other out. Then I'm getting lucky ass rebounds and putting that bitch back up. They getting salty as fuck. Like, man, he ain't supposed to be in the game still. No, I'm not as fast as you motherfuckers, but I'm smarter than you motherfuckers. Y'all going to tire yourselves out running around, running from the ball. I'm just going to stand next to the hoop. Bro, one of my first lessons about hood basketball i'll never forget i didn't realize that in the hood you couldn't take no charge <laughs> right i got yeah, fucked, fucked up. up i got fucked up That's everybody just go, Ooh. and they like you know so like at, at that point i was the only girl out there so they was like man you can't be running that little man she out here you know so now niggas on the court about to fight each other you can't be running that little ass girl over i'm like i ain't no little ass girl fuck that then bring it back man. so now i'm up there i'm just feisty than a bitch but I learned afterward. I'm like, Dad, you just go let him run me over. He's like, you don't take charges out here, baby. That's concrete. Don't right. take no charge out here. The fuck is you doing? I'm like, man, I, I, he's like, look. And then he had explained the hood rules. He's like, but when you go back to, you know, the suburbs, don't be bodying them little bitches. You're going to fuck somebody up. 
But what you can do is take that aggressiveness and apply that there. Nobody's going to have that. And I was like, okay, that's key. So I had to remember my switch. Don't take no charge in the hood. Don't take no charge in the hood because, man, I almost got my brain splattered on that man. concrete. First, Grown ass nigga, boo. Right. <laughs> and first of all, you had to be aware of the girl that was hooping with you. Because if a girl got out there with you, she's probably better than most of the niggas. That's usually the rule. You see a girl out there, she got her hair braided to the back and she got on some hoop shorts. I look like the bitch from want, Proud Family with the braids to the back. Yeah. That was me. I'm like, I want her on my team. <laughs> First of all, y'all going to estimate her for at least 10 points. Yeah. So while she out there coming down, crossing motherfuckers, doing all that wild shit. Man, we had a girl. I had a tall ass girl one time. She was catching oops. It was all types of shit going on. They like, man, you got that dyke on your team. I'm like, nah, she ain't no dyke. No dyke. She just can ball. Just can ball. And bitch went D1 too. I ain't gonna say her name because she stopped because she got pregnant, but she was dope though. In the hood punching on niggas. It's crazy. I know a couple chicks that was dunking niggas like 5'5. Yeah, they just had hops. It's crazy though, like women who, who make it to college. The only ones who really make it to the WNBA, I, look, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw the statistic out there. About 85% of them is lesbians because yeah. most of us get pregnant in college. It would be like somebody seemed like, yeah, she had that bitch crossover. She good with balls. I'm going to let her play with mine. I saw, <laughs> right. Yes. They bodies be like, you know, you have her. a six pack up under there. You know, you be buff as fuck. I be laughing because the girl, it seemed like you always get that girl that hoop. She going to body your ass down. But I'm used to that shit from the niggas. Now I got this soft ass brushing against me. Oh, man, I'm standing a... still. You ain't moving me. <laughs> and while you bodying, doing all this shit, I'm about to bump your ass. She gonna be. She gonna look back like motherfucker. Why you distracted? I'm ripping that bitch from. Whoop! Give me that motherfucker. My dad used to be Kicking mad as out. fuck. Like he'd be like, like if I go down there, I get the ball. I'm in the post, and I'd be like, he'd be like, looking at them. He'd be like, don't be, don't be touching her booty. <laughs> He's like, what you want me to do, man? <laughs> I'm grabbing that ass. Man, my dad be ready to fight people. Because keep in mind, too, I was a kid. Like, I, you I know, I was a kid. But back then, I had a way bigger booty back then, boy. I, <laughs> it was way bigger back then. I don't know what happened. Like, I grew and the booty went with it. But I had ass back then. You grew then. into it. That's yeah, all that was. It could have stayed. I would appreciate that. I'd had ass on ass on ass. Man. Squat it out. Duck walk it out. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host, Gemini. Now I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com. Y'all can also hit us up on Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And Trilly, where can they find you? You can find me at Cleveland underscore Trillbird on your Instagram if you're looking for me. Not hard to find. Well, I'm putting the link in the show notes, too, so y'all can just click yeah. that bitch. Boom. There you go. Take it right there. Open it up. I app. appreciate the follows and all that good shit. Yeah, we can hear. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we talking. Y'all call us talking basketball. I don't hoop as much as I used to, but I used to love hooping with the ladies. I still hoop, so anybody want to come on and get this? What's up? Oh, they still can get that work. <laughs> In fact, I was just, I was just send out us videos. Send I'll, us videos to the email, y'all. Wanna, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I give y'all a video, from, you know, just like my hands and my feet, but you know, <laughs> and a ball going in the hoop. I know I still got my shot though. That's one thing I I can appreciate. I just beat 
a, a bunch of 14, 15 year olds in around the world. They you whooping bad. somebody, baby. Hey, them motherfuckers could shoot though. But they just, you know, once you, you get a teenager angry, you get to talking shit to them, playing, nah, motherfucker, you terrible. And they get the, man, you got me fucked up. Mm, I'm cool as a cucumber hitting that bitch. Koof, till koof. you get that Kawhi Leonard motherfucker, you terrible. And they just looking you in the face. Like, okay, Playboy. <laughs> All right, Playboy. I'm just leave you the fuck alone. Because you, you crazy, crazy. I'm good. I want that nigga on my team. <laughs> right, I want the Stone Cold. I want Stone Cold. You on my team. Right here. You don't know if he going left, right, happy, sad. That's who I want. Come here. Emotionless. <laughs> right. So, uh, what's in your cup? What you sipping on? I think you just gave me an IPA, huh? Is that what that is? Yeah, it's the Elvis juice. I got the Elvis Although juice. Although we not really promoting Elvis these days since nah. he, uh, you know, been fucking little kids his whole well, life. Well, he been doing that. I don't know why motherfuckers act like they just found that out when his wife was 14. Like, I just found on. that out. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I always knew that. Mm. Yeah, that motherfucker, you know. Only fools rush in, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Round everybody up. Get his ass too. Take his shit down. Don't play none of his shit either. Don't play none of his shit. Y'all going for everybody. Go, let's go for Please. everybody. Let's the, go everybody. The king. Fuck out of here. Mm. Uh, and then we are puffing on uh, a little bit of mint hookah mixed in with that gummy bear. Shit is always on point. That that head we had at our uh, at the production meeting was on was was nice. With that energy, yeah. Gave me energy. That motherfucker was good. Energy. All right, all right. Is this our 50th? Well, no, because there's already the other one in there. That's it? I don't care. This is our 50th? All right. Yeah. 50th episode. It is, you know what? This is, just, this is what we do. It's it, like, it's just... We don't even be counting. We yeah, just like, we just we, be doing shit. We woke up one day and was like, wait a minute, y'all. We 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 got 50 of these motherfuckers now? Do we? Don't we? Now, y'all don't know this, but we don't, like, write down what the fuck we're going to say. You know, like, that's not something that we do. This is straight up improv. <laughs> we come in here and this is straight up improv. So we giving y'all some pure advice mixed in with comedy because we are just us. We just doing us. Y'all just basically uh, listening to what goes on in our living rooms. That's basically how this shit go. <coughs> Me coughing on this hookah. Right. Shit. This shit hitting, ain't it? Woo. Man. All right. We're going to go ahead and slide into some messy media. All right. So you want to talk about the nurse who shot her boyfriend? Or you want to talk about Scott Disick talking about Chloe? You know what? Scott, my nigga. I fuck with Scott. So let's talk about Scott for a minute. Okay. So uh, Tristan was mad about Scott Disick's uh, woman, crush, woman Crush Wednesday about Khloe Kardashian. Um, he said, he just hashtag uh, Woman Crush Wednesday or whatever. And uh, Tristan was like, uh, I mean, I don't really care, but I just feel like that's real disrespectful. And uh, yeah, so basically, all y'all know Tristan was uh, at a party with Jordan. What's her name? Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods. Jo- Jordan Woods. So you know him and Chloe are allegedly broken up or whatever. So hey. Scott, being the petty nigga that he is, <laughs> decided like you ain't gonna post your chick. Got it. 
<laughs> so he posted her. Now Tristan like that shit just mad disrespectful. You know that's your sister in law. Yada yada yada. So Man. what's your advice? My advice is Tristan need to uh, shut the fuck up and stop being a bitch. Cause you ain't posting her. <laughs> Facts. You on your fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's obvious this guy posted her on some, you know, on some big up shit. He you know he ain't feeling her like that. But he just like, fuck it. I'm a uplifter since you pretty much not doing so at the moment. So what the fuck is a big deal? What's disrespectful is how you pop up with a whole new bitch after this shit hit the fan. So it's like, dude, you know, cut that shit out, man. It's a little late to be in your feelings now, bitches, don't you think? new chicks. Huh? Chicks. Plural. So it is what it is, man. You know. It is what it is. Uh, my advice is if you broke up, why do you care? Like, let him go ahead and post her. That ain't none of your business. Your girlfriend, like, Scott's girlfriend don't give a fuck. Sophia is not, you ain't heard nothing from Sophia. She does not care. Sophia is getting dicked down, does not give a shit about none of that. So my advice is, Tristan, you over here dicking down who you want, keep that same energy. Let I her f- do, let her be. She I want- feel like Lamar could have said something because him and Scott is pretty cool. If he felt like a way, he could have been like, damn, homie. You know what I mean? But Lamar actually really gave a fuck about Chloe. Yeah. Tristan, you don't give a shit for real. You use her to boost the ratings of your life at this point. Like, mm, that's an interesting That's the way I'm looking at it. Like, you fucked her to make yourself, you fucked with her to make yourself even hotter than what you were before. Because before, you were just a motherfucker that was cheating on a bad bitch with a decent rich bitch. Because, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like Chloe. Chloe is just, you know, prime example of what money can do for you. She looks like Fiona from Trek. Yeah, but on the right Originally. night, on the right night, everybody fucking. Because everybody like, has. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So all I'm all I'm saying is, is that, and honestly, man, I, I like Chloe. I think Chloe is pretty cool. I hear she's super nice. I heard she's really nice. Yeah, lady. she cool. I heard she is nice. I ran, I ran nice. into her leaving a funeral once, and she was mad cool. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so? You know what I'm saying? I really have nothing against the Kardashians at this point. Because if you just stupid enough to keep fucking with them, that's on y'all. You know what I mean? Y'all want to wife up chicks like that that's, that live in the media. There is no such thing as a private life when you fucking the Kardashian. Thanks. So you either fucking one for, for clout or you just goofy. You know what I mean? Or you want to be on a reality show because mm. once once they get some, some dick and they deem it good dick, oh, they got you. You're you going to be around for a second. So expect to be on a season of the Kardashians. Speaking of good dick. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, So... Apparently, according to is is just who is this? Uh, it was a it was a tweet from at underscore India Morgan. She retweeted this fun fact that 37 year old Marcus Houston is engaged to Chris Stokes's 19 year old daughter that they began dating in October 2018. And the girl said, "I just can't." possibly understand what a 37 year old wants with a 19 year old y'all are weird that's not to me that's not even the issue chris stokes is the same guy that allegedly was fucking with uh what is it rasby chris stokes has also been the person that they're they're saying he's been like you know doing shit to kids so 
I find it extremely interesting that his young ass daughter is fucking with old ass Marcus Houston. Now keep in mind, Marcus Houston isn't old, but he's still damn near twice her age. Here's a picture of them. Yeah, I've seen it. So I'm what's just, your advice? My thing is this. My this this is this she is cute? the issue I have, okay? She cute. How old is Chris Stokes? Probably 42. Shit, he ain't much older than And Marcus on top Houston, of that, that, like, that's your homie. So it's like, I'ma fuck your daughter and Facts. we and we cool? We homies? That was a no-no out the goddamn gate. That like, means you've known her since she was a tiny. That means you've kid. been knowing her. You've been knowing her since she was a preemie. And you waited until she went through uh metamorphosis to become an adult and then you started fucking her? That's still yeah. weird. And then on top of that, like oh, Chris Stokes is fifty. I didn't know that. Damn, he was good to be fifty. Yeah, Chris Stokes Shit. is older. And that. honestly, where it is, Chris Stokes was fucking around with Marcus Houston and them. Like he was took pictures of them all in the bed sitting in their boxers at one point. I Alleged, remember that picture. Allegedly, right? No, I seen that picture. I seen that picture. All of them was sitting in sitting in the mother. Your name was Batman at the time. Meanwhile, his baby in the crib. Meanwhile, <laughs> you got crazy. this little ass baby at the house. You waited until she turned 18, 19, and then you started fucking his daughter. Like, that mm. is strange. LA be on some weird shit. I can't even, you know. So I guess it just. I agree with India. I don't Y'all know. It, weird. Yeah, it's kind of like you pulled a. Uh, in Scarface. That would make you Manolo. <laughs> right? Like, y'all remember, if you remember Scarface, you know, Manolo started fucking with uh, Al Pacino's sister, right? Oh. And he got killed behind that shit. He shot his ass. You don't do that shit. But you see what he did. He started fucking her, then he hurried up and got engaged to her. Like, yeah, I'm engaged to your daughter now. Like, we about to, we really about to be on some family shit. I've been fucking that girl probably for 10 years. You probably been fucking that girl since she was a teenager. 16, 17 type shit. You don't just hurry up and get engaged to somebody like that. No. But his argument would be, well, I've always known her. Nigga, yeah, you, but you know her when she was a kid. You're weird, my yeah, chick. Yeah, that's, that's You're weird. weird. She's 19. She's not even, her coochie just stopped smelling like pee three years ago. You want some bullshit. So he said piss. He caught her pissy pussy. Don't do that. I'm sorry. Every Don't do that. In, that girl. In my mind, between the ages of of twelve and seventeen, that coochie still smell like pee. You just starting to develop it to a woman. As soon as you hit nineteen, she can't even buy you a drink or some cigarettes and you fucking her? And you're 37? He was like 35 at the time. That's crazy. Yeah, you're wild. You're a wild motherfucker for that. So, yeah, that is weird. That's weird on a lot of different levels. Facts. And the fact that he all up with it shows you just how weird Chris Stokes is. So, yeah, that's strange. I can't get with it. Well, I, I agree with you. That's just... just mm. and she's a pretty girl. She's very you know? pretty. But it's still stupid. And it's still weird. Like, all the women in L.A., you fuck your man's daughter? All the women that's out there on the West Coast. Okay. Facts. So, you want to talk about the lady talking about better have my wings? Or you want to talk about um, Michael Carter Williams signing a 10-day contract? Mm-hmm. They 10-day them? It's fucked up. Let's talk about the wing lady. <laughs> so... 
According to Hollywood Unlocked, woman pulls gun on Domino's employees after they forgot her chicken wings. So, a dissatisfied customer was arrested after pulling a gun on Domino's employees because they forgot to include chicken wings in her order. CBS News reports that Hollywood 59 of St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I'll show you a picture. Are you ready? Yeah, I've seen that. It was deeper than wings, though. Um, She was angry about the missing order of chicken wings upon delivery of her food to her home. She then drove to Domino's, the location, to complain about her order and pulled out a gun on the employees at the pizza store because they apparently wouldn't give her a refund. What's your advice? That shit's stupid. (laughs) You about to... How do you explain that in jail? Baby, I need you to come get me. What what happened? I upped the strap on the motherfucker because they wouldn't give me my change. Yo, change? Yeah, they owed me some money for some wings they didn't give me. I told the motherfuckers I'll put a hole in your ass about them wings. Everyone I'm understanding, Domino's wings are not that great. So I, I couldn't understand why it's it was a that serious. Place. Yeah. Nah, cause nah, cause for when I'm a Pizza Hut got some good wings. At least that's what the kids tell me. I don't know. I ain't never had. I wouldn't get pizza. I wouldn't get wings from a pizza spot. This is not what I would do if I was eating meat. Well, I think back in the day, I, I used to eat wings from Pizza Hut. They wasn't bad. I don't. But Domino's, come on. But it's just too much shit going on right now. We need to protect our black women, cause for her to feel like she got to bring a gun at Domino's says a lot about whatever's going on with her. There might be some mental issues. She might be paranoid. Ain't no telling. What Domino's <laughs> fucked her over? That's in what I was gonna say. Plan. Like maybe this that like this is the last time you motherfuckers forgot my wings. Like Somebody. maybe this is like the third, fourth time. Same. Yeah, yeah, you need- go. yeah, that's my advice. Go to Pizza Hut. Go somewhere yes. else. Go to a wing spot. I know y'all got some wing spots there. Yeah. Go to uh, what is it? Wing stop. Put some lemon pepper on the wings. Yeah. You post bail, baby. Go get you some real chicken. I worried about Domino's chicken. Everything about that just sounds stupid. You know, you and you about to do some time behind some wings and some and a refund. Like life gotta be and you 59. 59. It's never that serious. No, it's not. So with that being said, do you want to talk about the jazz, second jazz fan that was banned after harassing Westbrook? Or do you wanna talk about Cardi B headlining Adults Cruise? I'm tired of Cardi B. Let's talk about the rest uh, Russell Westbrook situation. So according to ESPN, uh, jazz band's second fan after calling Westbrook a boy. Um, so this is the second time that they've banned someone because the first time I'm pretty sure somebody called him a nigga. I'm pretty sure. So the incident happened. Oh, shit. Somebody posted on social media of the fan calling him a boy. Westbrook said, don't call me a boy. Um, Westbrook then motioned for security to come over. Apparently the Jazz front office was aware of the incident at the time, but the video, but after the video posted on social media, they then tracked down the fan and gave him a permanent ban. Um, but <laughs> um, there's video of Westbrook saying, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> um, and so the, the reaction uh, he said his reaction was what did the person say hold on I think the person told him to get on your knees like you used to 
Yeah, they told Westbrook to get on your knees like you're used to. And Westbrook said that was completely disrespectful and racial. So the NBA fined Westbrook for $25,000 for directing profanity towards a fan. They banned the fan. Um, Westbrook said he didn't. Uh, he, like, talked with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. They they support him. And Mitchell said he didn't want Utah to have a negative reputation for athletes who potentially might may want to play for the Jazz. Well, let me go ahead and do this. Donovan? Westbrook ain't playing for the Jazz, my guy. That ship has sailed. You can thank your punk-ass fans for that. I'm just going to say, like, because I'm not going somewhere where you're going to sit here and tell me to get on my knees and say all kind of wild-ass shit, and you think that I'm about to come play for you. So y'all can thank y'all fans for never getting uh, Russell Westbrook on your team. When he becomes a free agent someday, that's one worry that Thunder does not have to worry about. <laughs> right. But on the flip side of that, too... Why the fuck are you so super in tune with what the fuck these fans got to say about you? Like, he keep flipping out about people scream, what they scream from the Raptors. I feel like Russell is a little sensitive. I can understand being upset by some shit. I can't talk. I probably would have went over there and cussed that motherfucker out. Yeah, but it's like, I'm not the one to say that. But when you when you got millions being deposited into your bank account, I don't think I would give a fuck about nothing nobody's talking about. For one. I got my Goonies is going to be in the stands right there. My people's going to be there. So it's going to get well documented in the NBA that, oh, don't fuck with him because his people's be right there. Because <laughs> it seemed to me like, and then on top of that too, these fans that be saying shit, they got some paper because they be in them good ass seats close enough to even talk shit. Yes and no. Okay. That's not true. Okay. That's not always true. Sometimes people be getting tickets from people because somebody gave it to them. They might not have shit. You also got to keep in mind sometimes people win tickets. They might not have shit. You also have to keep in mind sometimes they just be trying to fill the front of them bitches, I'm sure. So that don't mean that somebody got shit. No, they just be a filler. But what I'm saying is, is that they got some sort of plug. They got something going on where they can get close enough and talk shit. But either way it go, my goonies will be there. Say they some can't shit. go to every game. Huh? They ain't going to be able to go to every game. Probably not. But that's why I wouldn't give a fuck. I wouldn't give a Tiger, fuck. Keep wearing your loud ass clothes. Keep keep doing the weird shit you do off the court. Perform like you need to on the court. Check motherfuckers as you see fit and keep it going. Like you be too in tune with what the fuck they talking about. I, I ain't about talk. to argue with no bitch ass broke ass fan when I know that <laughs> I'm about to be put up some points and, and get a check. Bitch ass broke ass fan. <laughs> For real, because it's just like man, fuck y'all. I'm doing me. The name, bitch ass broke ass fan. <laughs> I'm just saying, cause I'm I'm looking at that shit like, oh, bitch, I'm about to put up fifty now since you talking shit. I'm about to go ape shit on the court. I think he did actually. I think he did end up like going off and beating the shit out of him on that. But I can't I can't talk, cause I would have dog the fuck out of him too. Because if I don't say something, you are gonna be thinking that it's okay to do that shit. And this is not the day and age for you to be thinking you are gonna be able to do that shit. Like they be forgetting that these ball players be coming from the hood hood a lot of times. Like just because they seem cool on the court, that don't mean that they ain't hood hood. Okay. That, that does not mean that they will not come over there and beat your ass. You know what? The rumble in the jungle <laughs> is a key example why you don't fuck with these big dudes. They big as fuck too. They're not little. Like yeah. if he go on that stands and and mop your ass, you're gonna be fucked up. It's not gonna be like oh I got a bruise. 
You might be in the hospital, my guy. Hell yeah, they working out six hours a day or whatever the fuck they doing. All that testosterone on that court, you got me fucked up. Sit your ass down with your punk ass popcorn, your little fucking pretzel stick and your cheese, and clap and boo the way that you should. That's it. That's it. Don't be over there fucking with them because the day them niggas all band together go in there and whoop everybody ass in there. Oh my God, I'm so scared. You should have been scared in the first place because they big than a motherfucker. And you know they big. You close enough to see they big. They big as fuck. I was just That's about to say, <laughs> don't let don't let him go around our test on your silly ass. But I'm just like, man. I get, I get. But look, it's bad guarantee, my my guy. It might be like, I don't want. You might fuck with the wrong person. You know what? Like, like an example would be, if somebody would fuck with Jr. before they let that motherfucker go, they might have got murked. Because <laughs> I, what I got to lose, you just don't know where somebody is in their contract and their situation. Sense. You might get your ass whooped. I'm saying what I'm saying, y'all, because I'm not on that court. But I already know, like, I'm the guy that's going to stand like, brother, you got a problem. Bop, 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 bop. Slam. Yeah, give me the fine. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think Russ is from L.A., right? Yeah, he's from L.A. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Leave that man alone. And he just had them twins. The motherfucker ain't even getting sleep. You better leave that man the fuck alone. He ain't getting no sleep. <laughs> he ain't getting no sleep. Like, he ain't getting no sleep. He got, he got twins and he got a little baby. His son, like, three. And he got twins. He ain't getting no sleep. He probably been waiting to take that energy out on somebody. Don't let that be you. Man, that motherfucker <laughs> got a housekeeper. He, he getting some sleep. Shit, I don't know. I see his Which, wife actually doing shit. I think she got a job job, and that's them three kids. He, he <laughs> He's rested enough to where he can hear fans saying bullshit to him. So. <laughs> they ain't that far away. They I'm be right there like you. They can damn near trip them. That's how right. fucking close they are, though. That's they why, close in a bitch. That's why motherfucker get a Gatorade shower. Be like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. I'm Gatorade. He, he, he about to get a shower. Ooh. That's all I'm saying. You want a shower? The fuck you talk about, monkey? Yeah, How that tastes, bitch? Uh, that's orange. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> give me my. I'm gonna tell him right now. Give me my fine right now, cause you know I'm about to shower some niggas, ref. I'm telling y'all that right now. Tell the commissioner, motherfuckers. I'm sponsoring me right now, Gatorade, cause I'm about to make sure the crowd tastes it. <laughs> Give me a special flavor when I'm in your It's going to be a new commercial, not that Paul George, where he was like, made the shot. It's just going to be Gatorade juice everywhere instead. He just walking the fuck off. Nah, what's going to happen is, if I shoot that motherfucker, <clears throat> the whole commercial is going to be in black and white. You're going to have that one fan screaming, talking shit, and he going to be orange. That's how that shit going to Hey, I'll use that. Credit unapologetic. Credit here. All CTC, right. cut the check, bitch. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Do you want to talk about Nikki canceling her show in Dublin? You want to talk about how LA is considering trading LeBron? Or do you want to talk about how the government is withholding an 84-year-old woman's check for student loans? <laughs> Brian getting traded. Let's talk that shit. He wanna he wanna come back to Cleveland so fucking bad now anyways, but yeah. I don't know about all that. I, I don't know nothing about that. According to Complex, uh, Joshua Espinoza, Laker owner Jeannie Buss, rumored to have considered trading LeBron because of Rich Paul. Mm-hmm. So, 
Jeff Van Gundy has started to stir. Don't get me started on Jeff. <clears throat> when he said Lakers should consider trading LeBron. Um, they said that he said that he should they should trade for Anthony Davis or explore trading LeBron for getting as much as they can. So Van Gundy said that and people pretty much mocked him. However, sources told writer Rick Butcher that Lakers owner Jeannie Buss contemplated trading James in an effort to sever ties with Rich Paul, James's good friend and longtime agent. Uh, he reportedly accused Paul of sabotaging trade talks with the Pelicans, uh, Anthony Davis. So Paul told the outlet that he did not leak the details of the Davis trade talks and even reached out to Buss to clear the air. Um, efforts that seemingly paid off as LeBron remains at the Lakers roster. Uh, so basically, what's your advice on this? I don't think Rich had anything. I don't think he would do that. But at the same time, too, you know, Brian, Brian might be just that disgruntled like shit. You know what? Fuck them. I don't know. Brian might secretly want to get the fuck out of, out of L.A. on the low. Here's my advice. He ain't the only nigga on the roster that Rich Paul represents. So why he going down that route? My advice is it's, it's bigger than just like, I just want to sever ties with Rich Paul. Right. Rich Paul represents a lot of really good players. Right. Some in which are on the current Lakers roster. Right. And a lot of them are spread out throughout the NBA. So I'm pretty sure that's what he came in there and was like, so you really about to do this over Anthony Davis? You do realize I represent like 20 niggas in here. Right. Is this what you want to do? I mean, you he's sure? A, he's you really sure? Yeah, I'm a necessary evil at this point. Yeah, so it's like, so... If, you want, if you don't want to deal with me, you cool. really ain't got a choice. But you ain't going to deal with none of my other people either. Keep that same energy. Exactly. All right, so we can either talk about one more. We can talk. We can do a can. We're gonna segue into can we talk for you a minute? Can we talk for a minute? That shit sound good, didn't it? No. Okay. Sound like I thought it sounded. Oh good. my god. Oh, we even got up and everything. Damn. Wait till you, you going to press your hair out too, and you gonna be shaking the next time. We ain't got no poppy nigga in a while either, motherfucker. Talking about me singing. Poppy nigga. Pop, poppy nigga like way out of step, but we'll take it. That's okay. Poppy nigga's <laughs> tired. Thank you. No. He so, said no. <laughs> so this can we talk for a minute? It's funny. We just talked about LeBron. I was talking to a few people and I was like, damn, what if they did trade LeBron? And everybody's like, man, he's going to be good no matter where he go. He's going to be good. I said, man, there's a few places he can be fucked. Because he'd be mad than a bitch. And they're like, name a place. I said, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. He'd be mad as a bitch he had to go to Brooklyn. They're like, no, nah, no. Nah. Uh, they got Jimmy Butler. I said, bruh, that's Philly. Oh, shit, they ain't got nobody. He going right. from, not only would you be going to the same situation, but it's about to be cold in a bitch. And you going to fucking New York City. And not even New York City, you ain't even gonna be at the garden, my guy. You gonna be in Brooklyn. How fucking mad would he be? So here's the where can we talk for a minute, Kelly? Yes, he did. He yeah, that's no what I'm saying. Yeah, he waved his no so. trade clause. So here, this is where the can we talk for a minute come in. I said, you know who would really be mad? Savannah. Savannah be mad in the motherfucker because I feel that she would have to go with her dude. 
And the dudes was like, no, nah, she gonna stay in LA. Why would she go with her dude? I said, because if you don't go, then what the fuck do you look like? And they're like, well, I mean, if he cheat, that's on him. That ain't got nothing to do with her. So that's where Can We Talk For A Minute comes in. What do you think? Well, when he played for the Heat, Venice stayed in Akron a lot. So, I mean, she could be bi-coastal. So this is think... just a hypothetical. It don't right. got to be no, Savannah saying, and LeBron. But... I just want to be just giving an example. Like, if your dude left for another state, essentially, should you, or if your chick left for another state for a job, should you go with them if it's going to be, you know, we talking about two, three years, or do you stay at the house? I think she probably would go for some games here and there, but they didn't already made a life in L.A. now, and her kids are settled and everything else, as they were in Akron. So the way I'm looking at it, she probably would fly out for games here and there, but it wouldn't be pivotal that she go to New York. I mean, they got peoples in New York, too. I mean, Jay out there, he is good friends with Jay-Z still. Mm-hmm. He cool with a lot of rappers out there. But the way I look at it, that motherfucker be spending a lot of time in and out of Cleveland, too, because... Yeah, motherfuckers still want to be here. Still, best believe when. So just an example, we talking hypothetical. That was just the the reason we can. We we're just talking about people in general, because I don't want it to be just like, oh, he got bread, so like you can oh, go no, wherever. I'm, I'm talking about. No, I'm if speaking you was, on hypothetically. I'm speaking hypothetically. Just in general, like if you was a regular person and your your significant other. Not really. She not with him on the road like that, so it don't. She look at that as some road shit. I don't see him even buying a house out there. I see him staying in the fucking penthouse and fucking where rented. Probably staying at the uh the whatchamacallit. Like I forget the name of that building. Shit, they already got apartments out there. From what I, from what let's I, from not what I focus stand. on people who got all this bread. I'm talking about. So that was just an example. Oh, so like I'm basically, if, for example, if I got a job. And I had a dude, and I moved across across to another state. So we in Ohio. Let's say I go to, let's say I go to Portland. Okay, I, I moved to Portland. Should my dude move to Portland with me, or should you just stay back? Cause, cause it, you know, just cause. But all of that also boils down to who's the primary breadwinner and who's losing. Let's more say we make the same more. amount of money, and let's say both of us could make the same amount of money even if we move. Well, then that's kind of a no-brainer if you want to make it work. But at the same time, too, if you, if you already got a situation that's pretty comfortable where you already are, I mean, shit, we got weekends. We can fly back and forth. Mm. Eventually, it's going to turn into a situation where one is going to get tired of doing that. And then it's going to be, well, baby, we might as well, you settled over here. I might as well either move out there or, you know what, I'm out here, I'm working. I like this job, but I don't like it as much. Maybe I might consider moving back if I could find something that can give me the same job satisfaction monetarily as this is giving me. I mean, I've heard, I've seen this scenario play out too many times. It's all based on the people, honestly. You know what I mean? Because I know motherfuckers who will uproot their life and move to Alaska with a bitch. If they really, if the love is that strong and they feel like, well, you know, babe, we can make it work. You know, we're going to build an igloo. We're going to do what we need to do. But then you got the situations where it's like, look, I love you. I, I definitely want to keep this going. But I'm, I'm my situation is perfect for me. 
you feel you need to go to Portland or wherever, that's cool too. But now, this shit about to be on fire because my weekends is about to be lit because I'm coming out there and I'm tearing that ass up. And then I'm leaving on Sunday night. It's going to be sad departures here and there, but we doing it for the greater good of us. So That's what I'm saying. Sometimes distance make it make make the relationship better. Seriously, because if I knew that I gotta go somewhere far to get this paper, and I know it's gonna benefit us, baby, hold the fort down while I get this shit over here straight. Eventually, y'all gonna meet back up. It's gonna be a situation where look, I'm used to you. My bed feel weird. Everything feel weird because I ain't got you. But then if we involve children and all of that, then it becomes that's a whole that's nother a whole situation. Because it's like now I got they school situation is straight. We got to go out there and do research and figure out what works for us. It's 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 different variables for different people. You know, that's my that's my advice on that. I agree with that, but 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 <laughs> I think you definitely have to be willing to make that move. You have to definitely be willing to make that move or make that or don't make that move and stay. Because a lot of, uh, and I mean, y'all, y'all write in, but a lot of relationships in this day and age is not going to withstand that. It's just too much access and it's just too much shit going on. You're going to a whole new place. And a lot of people underestimate when people start getting independent again. Because before you were relying on this person when you was in one space together. But when you were able to go somewhere else and you start finding yourself again, because you gotta you gotta figure out where to eat at, you gotta figure out where you're gonna live at, you gotta figure out all this other stuff. People start feeling like they by themselves again, and they really start feeling like they by themselves again. So all those variables, like you said, I agree. But I think that I don't believe that anybody should go into it thinking, well, you know, we could just hold it down for this amount of time. Like I give you an example where this don't work a lot of times. Military niggas. They get fucked over all the time thinking that a woman or a dude going to hold them down. They get back. They been fucking whoever because they don't got the time. Now, now just tell me if I'm wrong. If you have not met a plethora of military people where that is not in fact their story. I mean, but that's military people. But but I'm just saying, those are people who travel, right? Like they go yeah, but and they come a- back. And the thing is they come back and here's the gag. They paying for that motherfucker to stay there. Yeah. And but- that like that's not even two people holding a fort to make money for the home. That person went out to get the money for you to stay there. And to me, my thing is this you have to be willing to potentially move away or don't take that job sometimes because you got to know who you fucking with. You got to know the variables. Like you say, you might have kids and shit. But when I think about that, I'm not saying you can't trust the person you're with, but you have to know the person you're with because a lot of like, and I'll go back to the military thing. A lot of military people find a bitch. They be with them about six months and then they leave. You really don't even know that person. You don't know them. You don't know if they're going to hold you down. You don't know like how they feel when you're not there. Like you don't know them. Like yeah. some people don't really know that person. Now, if you've been with somebody years and years, chances are you know, know them. 
if you've been with them. But man, like a lot of times the military is that situation where they find a bitch for six months, they be with that bitch six months, live with the bitch maybe two months or do for two months, and they be gone. Like you don't really, like you don't really know them. Right, but you see, really don't. <laughs> but you do understand, like you just carved. Or they out be a, pregnant. It should be crazy. You just carved out a whole nother different scenario. Now, what you were talking about before is two people that's been rocking, right? And one person gets a job offer across across the world somewhere, but they've been rocking. So it's obvious that they done built some sort of foundation in their relationship. And if you see, my thing is sometimes you can't live in the day. You got to live in your relationship. So if your relationship is strong and you know why that person is going and making the move they making and you know it's going to be beneficial to you, you two as a couple, then that's a whole nother different scenario. Man, military niggas get pussy all over the world. That's a whole nother this different is true. situation. This is true. My brother was in the military. He, yeah. yeah, we got we to put his business out there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put his I wasn't up. about to, but I'm just saying. That. But what I'm saying is, is that shout out to Trilly's brother. I done, I done heard the stories of how military motherfuckers. You going from port to port? You know what I'm saying? It's bitches at every port. They love a motherfucker in a uniform. Same and thing I, with military. Women. I, I agree with you with like the the no like like you said. It depends on the variables. Yeah. So for my thing with that, like when we talked about Brian and Savannah, you made a lot of good points about them being able to afford a lot of stuff. You know well, what I'm saying? It's even deeper it just, than that. It's just like you gotta they've know. Been like, forever. I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a honey. Like you know, in his situation, he is very insulated. So even if he do do some shit, we ain't gonna know about it because he got a lot of fixers around him. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even down to the yes Jews situation. Like there's a lot of shit that's been going on around Brian that we had never know. And he brags about it like, I've been in I've been in the league this amount of time and you ain't never heard nothing about you. We not gonna hear nothing about you, motherfucker. You got enough money and enough fixes around you to make sure we don't know about the pregnant bitch with the salon that done got opened up or the bitch over there raising the kid that you had whenever you had them. You have enough money to insulate yourself. Now you got the everyday Joe all she got to do is check phone records. Y'all probably share the same motherfucking cell phone plan because y'all been rocking that long. You know what I'm saying? He can't hide that he been calling whoever the fuck in that city and you know I mean, it's after work hours. Like, I, you can't I, hide that. I agree with you. It doesn't... It, I guess it doesn't really... It does matter about the money, but it doesn't... To me, I think it matters about the time you've known that person. Like, yeah. and that would be my thing on that is like... Because some people think that they know somebody... And to me, I don't think you really know somebody until you fucking live with somebody. Right. And I feel like living with somebody ain't no six months. You live with and, somebody for a fucking year. And insert age into that. Because right. if we talking about two young motherfuckers that ain't really like lived, that ain't like that guy that really haven't had that enough cooch to the point to where he's secure in his relationship. Because every young man you run into, motherfuckers are hunters. So even if they're not hunting, them instincts gonna take over if you just a fuck happy teenager going into being an adult. You still looking at shit. You still considering options. At at a young age, you're only as faithful as your options sometimes, right? This is true. But when you got two motherfuckers that's been rocking for years and then the opportunity pop up, that's a whole nother scenario. So y'all gotta and you know if you know your girl on her Adina Howard shit, she she a freak in the morning, freak in the evening. And then yep. y'all got all this distance. 
Somebody gonna get that Somebody pussy. About to get that. And you know that about her. So you looking like shit, baby. You and I both know three months in, somebody gonna get that pussy. And this weekend shit ain't gonna be enough for you. So you better stay your monkey ass here. So you here, just need to know who you fucking Or we just might as well part ways now. Yeah. When you know that about a person, you say, baby, I'm gonna release you because I know yeah. I don't wanna be hurt. And I don't want you feeling guilty about the shit that you know that you're going to have to do to make yourself feel good. When you know somebody, then that decision is much easier than opposed to, like so you said, a military you situation. It's not that I'm saying you can't trust nobody, but there's just certain people, like, people be in denial about shit. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like like that, like, you, it, like if you know that about that person, like, just just know it. Right. Like, so that's, that's my advice is know who you fucking with. All that. On, on that, like, and know, like, risk right some people would be like the risk ain't high enough for me to be taking this half like right. and to add <laughs> to that too half, man. Fuck we that. use the word trust but what a lot of motherfuckers don't do is they don't trust people to be who they are fuck this relationship i'm trusting you to be who you are mm-hmm. and if i know you the same girl that i fucked on the first date but we rocked out for four or five years and I know your habits and I know when you need it. I know when you 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 in need and I, I can hear it in your voice. I know what's going on. Hell no, I ain't trust you to move to no motherfucking Portland without me. Bitch, we might as well end this now. End it today. We gonna end it now. And I'm not in the habit of chasing a bitch, especially if we both making the same amount of money. It's not making sense for me to uproot and stop doing what I'm doing because I'm going to be the poop butt ass nigga that's across the world with you sitting there watching you get money while I'm trying to find me another motherfucking job. I'm watching Netflix. Now I ain't shit. You get what I'm saying? Right. So You end up not being shit real fast. Yeah, you not shit real quick when you somewhere sitting with somebody that's getting all the paper and then they meet new friends. And now they can reinvent themselves to be whoever the fuck they want to be with their new yeah. friends. And now you the ain't shit nigga living in the house with her. Or you the ain't shit female that's living in the house with the nigga that's known for needing a woman to carry her own weight. So there's a lot of variables in that. Yeah, but that's also part of knowing who you fucking with. That's what I'm saying. You All better, that. You better trust that nigga to be who he going to be. Who they going to be. Okay. You, know, you know if you leave that nigga for two days and he ain't got no pussy, that he going to start looking for some new pussy. You know that. You know that. So with that being said, we can either segue into a people's corner or we can go ahead and hop into drunken news. Let's get a people's corner. Okay. I like my peoples. So I need a name for this person. It's a it's a dude. We're gonna call him Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry wrote in with a subject line, dude is wild. Okay. Unapologetic, I just wanted to write in about this dude I met online in a group chat who was wilding. I look forward to the show and roll up and listen. I was in a group chat. And he was telling us how this white girl he was staying with got him a lift to come there. And now she's mad because she won her pussy ate. And he don't eat white pussy. Me and a few other guys in the chat said he needed to go, <laughs> said that he needed, to, he needed to go after, um, wait, what did I say? That he needed to go check on some stuff as, cause he, wait, cause he screenshotted some texts about her saying he was choking her too, too hard. He said he's supposed to get her. He said she was supposed to get him an Uber home, but she is trying to get him to stay because she was bringing him home 2K to play. He said he was hitting her raw, and we told him he needed to see papers if if he met her online. He said he had rolling papers, so we tried telling dude that that he could get an STI or STD 
and he said he knows he got a team behind him. I think this dude is a fool and we tried to warn him and he said we don't know him enough to give him any advice. I did my best, but this young dude's acting wild. Can you help this guy? No. That nigga dead. He doing too much. I don't know him to help. The fuck? Dude is very wild. I mean, he said it. You answer your question, my G. There is no helping a dumb motherfucker like that. And that's that. from, you said it was Jerry? That Jerry. Was, it was from Jerry. Jerry ain't no helping that motherfucker because everything about that scenario just sound dumb as hell. First of all, you got, you, she sent you an Uber. You can't get home unless she order you a Uber home, and she's not ordering a Uber home until you eat some pussy. So that means your broke ass was over there just looking stupid as fuck when she was like, "Uh, I'm not. No, you better eat this pussy." And then your silly ass. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. Let's analyze this shit real, real quick. You don't eat white pussy, but you fuck white pussy raw. What's wrong with this guy? Last time I checked skin is skin, a hole is a hole. So if she was black, you would have hit her raw and ate the pussy? That's what it I'm sound lost. Like. That's what it's... <laughs> I'm more concerned. When I read that, when they asked, Do you, did you ask for papers? And he asked for rolling papers. Like, so my concern is that these dumb young dudes, Okay, let me not call y'all dumb. Yo, y'all dumb. Y'all motherfuckers <laughs> is stupid. If you don't know that you met a random bitch online and that you should ask for like paperwork to make sure the bitch doesn't have AIDS, uh, STI, STDs, um, and your well, versus... you don't get all that if you, if you swipe and write on a bitch on I, I guess, like, but you just rolling Before up to a bitch house and I just... Let's, but I'm not gonna say go I'm to the, rolling papers. That means you don't even know to ask. You don't even know man. what the fuck people are talking about. Like that's that was my concern. It's like, man. damn, you fucking bitches don't even know. Listen, like <laughs> I became unconcerned when they showed that he wasn't concerned. First of all, <laughs> if they had to ask him to ask if she had papers, if you known that she don't have anything, and he say something dumb like I got rolling papers, it's obvious that you just brother, you been shooting craps with your dick for too damn long. So that's on you. I have no help for dumb motherfuckers. The only thing that can help him is life. He got to go through some shit. <laughs> life or death. That's what's gonna teach him because you get. I'm still concerned with the fact that he couldn't get home. You yeah. couldn't even get home, my G. Like, you hoeing and ain't even got money to get home. Are you really hoeing? You actually a hoe. You a prostitute. He was waiting for her. And the bitch talking about she going to bring home 2K. I was dead. Bring home 2K. 2K. And here's my thing, guys. It's not even a new 2K. 2K been out. Right. This ain't even 2K20. Yeah, that's, it's this is the old ass 2K, but Giannis on the front. The fuck? Either way it go. If you, the bitch don't get the wrong version, she might get you 2K17 fucking up. <laughs> like he care. He fucking raw. Like he don't care what game he playing. He's stupid. I can't help him, Jerry. I'm sorry. There is no help for a stupid motherfucker that's more concerned with rolling papers than actual papers that let you know that you that she's disease free. I ain't eating no white pussy, but I ain't wearing no rubber either. Get his dumb ass out of here. Take him, let him go skinny dip, dipping inside of a fucking volcano and do the world a favor. Get him the fuck of, out of here. And I'm done.
Stupid motherfucker. My advice is... Uh, don't be friends with that nigga, man. Something wrong with him, man. Like, look, I don't want... Like, here's my thing, Jerry. Wherever that nigga from, keep him out of Ohio. Keep that nigga out of here, please. If he if he's not from here, tell that nigga just stay away. Please, we beg you. We don't want him. A black delegation don't want him. Stay that, the fuck where you at. That nigga is the human version of the Ebola monkey. Keep him the fuck away from you, him, and everybody else. First of all, wait a minute. Y'all was on a group chat? That's what it said, a group Niggas chat. ain't on group chats. Jerry, you in all kind of trouble because you on group chat trying to convince a dumb motherfucker to do something smart. There's just so much that's wrong with this conversation right now. You and a bunch of niggas are on a group chat. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. No, I'm not on no group chat with a bunch of niggas. No, 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 no. Not unless it's business. If ain't no money being transacted, I don't need to be on a group chat with more than one nigga. That's it. So, Jerry, you got a lot of things you need to fix with your life right now. The niggas you fucking with and the niggas y'all advising, it's just, it's all fucked up. So, I hope you took something from that, Jerry. Niggas be like, hey, man, hit me on a group chat. Uh-uh, nigga, call me. Fuck that. I'm not group chatting nobody. And that's just that. I'm done. With that being said, we're going to segue into drunken news. So, do you want to talk about... The Ireland Prime Minister who brought his boyfriend to meet Pence? Or do you want to talk about how the State Department has eliminated five-year tourist visas for Cuba? Hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about the nigga that brought his nigga to meet Pence. That just sounds funny. Pence is conservative than a motherfucker, so I need to hear about this one. So according to BuzzFeed, Matt Stopera... Ireland's openly gay prime minister brought his boyfriend to meet Mike Pence. To be honest, just seeing a gay couple with any world leaders is a huge step forward. So here's the picture. Um, on the right is the prime minister Xavier Belt Battelle, and his partner is Gauthier Destinay. Gauthier Destinay. I swear, that's what it says. <laughs> Let me look at this. They look happy as fuck. But where's Pence? He's nowhere in the picture. I think it's if I keep going now. I don't know. Just tell me how that shit rolled out. I'm just <laughs> no, oh, here. It is right there. There you go. There's the image. Y'all can find it on BuzzFeed. There's a picture of Pence with the, with the boyfriends. He looked concerned. He should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was hella uncomfortable. I mean, but that's dope though. I mean, shit, it is what it is. Well, I'm you know surprised what I mean? he was willing to be in the same room. I know. He was I am struggling. totally cool with people living their truth. Fuck it. How you doing, uh, Vice President Pence? Meet my boyfriend. So the Prime Minister gave a little speech and specifically called out discrimination that could have been interpreted as a jab and or drag at Pence. He said Growing up, I lived in a country where if I tried to be myself at the time, it would have ended up breaking laws. But today, that has all changed. I stand here, leader of my country, flawed and human. But judged by my political actions and not by my sexual orientation, my skin tone, gender, or religious beliefs. And I don't believe my country is the only one in the world where this story is possible. It's found in every country where freedom and liberty are cherished. We are, after all, God's children. And that's true of the United States as well, the land and home of the brave and free, where the promise of America inspires children all over the world to dream big dreams. And then they said the cherry on the top were 
A story post from the prime minister with inappropriate with with appropriate rainbow front. Wait, rainbow font right here. He's so petty. He's petty, he petty as, fuck. as fuck for that. Why not? Like, fuck it. I can do it. What you gonna do? I mean, I'm saying. And then, uh. Left out of there playing Lil Z Vert. Now said, I do what I want. Now I said, do what I want. He did more rainbow font for his meeting with Trump. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Shit. I mean, half of Capitol Hill is fucking gay at this point, anyways. They just, most of them are in the closet. I'll be glad when all of them come out the closet, for real. It was a documentary on HBO years back. Where this gay dude went through uh, Capitol Hill was just like, oh yeah, that's such and such a uh, senator for whatever state. Yeah, he's gay. Uh, his his assistant is his boyfriend. We know this to be fact. And he was just walking throughout Capitol Hill pointing out everybody that's gay and hiding. So the fact that he is openly out and he's meeting with world leaders, that's dope to me. That's dope to me. That's just showing me we are we are moving in a progressive direction because half of Capitol Hill is gay. I'm gonna keep saying that. Half of Capitol Hill is gay. Probably 70% gay right now. And my advice is that uh I appreciate the international <laughs> community. Just go ahead and just saying what they want. Like, fuck it. You the prime minister of Ireland, whatever. Might as fuck well. Them. Why not? Might as well. well. Pence shake hands with gay guys every day. And in his image, y'all gotta look that up. His images, Pence look real tense. Pence looks tense. Man, Pence looks tense. She funny as fuck for that. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. We got a grab bag, grab bag, grab bag. Let's get it. <clears throat> According to Fox News, Joseph Wolfson, Samuel L. Jackson doesn't care if his Trump stance cost him fans. So Samuel L. Jackson doesn't care if supporters of Trump no longer sees his mu- his movies. Um, he had an interview with Esquire, and he trashed uh, Trump, referring to him with some unflattering. Exp- <laughs> he started cussing about. He says, <clears throat> "I should let you read this shit." You let me see. You want to do it here? You can read it at the top. That's what this is. What Samuel right. L. Jackson said. You know he be screaming. Uh, uh, uh. This motherfucker is like running the planet and all kinds of other crazy shit. The 70 year old actor said, and the people think that it's okay. It's not fucking okay. And if you're not saying anything, then you're complicit. When asked if he was worried about antagonizing Trump voters, the Avengers start this misconcern. I know how many motherfuckers hate me. I'm never going to see a Sam Jackson movie again. Fuck I care. If you never went to another movie I did in my life, I'm not going to lose any money. I already cashed that check. Fuck you. Burn up my videotapes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Jackson also slammed critics who say he shouldn't wade into politics and that he should stick to acting. And I quote, No, motherfucker. I'm a human being. That feels a certain way. And some of this shit does affect me. Because if I don't have health care and my relatives get sick, they're going to call my rich ass. Jackson continued. I want them to have health care. I want them to be able to take care of themselves. This is how I feel. And I count to 100 some days before I hit sin. Because I know how that shit is. End quote. 
Lord Jesus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, I hope they die and I hope they burn in hell. Make sure y'all check them out with Captain Marvel. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a that was a great movie, by the way. Shout out to Marvel. That took Mar a lot of energy, y'all. <laughs> <clears throat> End quote. This is really the 50th. This this is this is some funny <laughs> shit. Uh, so what's your advice? I'll I'll go first so you can get your voice back. All that goddamn screaming. God damn. <laughs> How does it taste, motherfucker? <laughs> My advice is um shout out to Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, I'm gonna make sure I uh, watch some movies of his and stream that shit. Um, I might even go back and see Captain Marvel again. Cause that sh that shit was good. I, that was a good movie. Did you see that movie yet? What, Captain Marvel? Yeah. No. You need to. This shit was good. And I will be seeing The Avengers next month. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Endgame. Oh, my advice is everything he said. <laughs> I, I have nothing else to add. Like, like if I could scream and, and say the same things and still have a bag like that, hell yeah. All the old niggas need to get on, on, on point and do that. Child, I need Oprah to do that. I need all of them to do that. Fuck it. You look tired of the motherfucker. Nah, but look. I hope they burn in hell. I fuck with Sam Jackson. Let hey. Like he said, I cashed that check. I can't you can't get mad at that. He rich as shit. He can say what the fuck he wanna say. He probably got a thousand rows already. He didn't already agreed to. They can't resend the checks. He doing all that shit. So he can say what the fuck he want to say. And honestly, the funny thing about it is that he's so vulgar and how he come off that they probably not even going to pay that shit any attention. No way. Because it's Samuel Jackson. It's what he do. You know what I mean? So. What's in your wallet? He's still doing him. And he's going to continue doing him. And one last thing, this nigga is 70. And he's 70. Like I said. But look like he's 50. Yeah. So. Oh, wait till you see Captain Marvel. They didn't, he looked younger than that. He did. They, they got him together. They had to go back in time. Is it Marvel or Marvel? You have to watch the movie. Okay. Is it? Yeah. You have to watch the movie. So, with that being said, we're going to segue from Full House to the Big House. <laughs> Heard about that shit? <laughs> so according to People, Steve Helling, Full House producers want to protect the show's children, child shows child stars after Lori, I can never say Laughlin. Laughlin's arrest. So I ain't going through this whole shit. Basically, Lori Laughlin went around and bribed motherfuckers five hundred thousand uh, dollars to make it appear that her daughters were members of rowing teams. Uh, the USC women's rowing team roster going to school all types of shit they got mail fraud all types of shit her and uh, who's this lady Massimo uh, 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 her husband is Massimo Gian oh what the fuck is his last name Giannulli Giannulli let me see Giannulli is Massimo Giannulli I'm pretty sure that's how he said straight up Italian name I'm sure Shout out to Italy. Yep. Yeah, Mosimo Gianna Nulli. Yeah. See how many Italians I know. 
<laughs> I mean, but apparently, because I, mean, I cannot shit. pronounce. It is. But uh, so yeah, she's going around basically hurting the other chick from Felicity or some shit. They went around and frauding that their kids was in, in college and they out there just traveling the world. So, what's your advice? My advice is these are some of the same motherfuckers that had a whole lot to say about affirmative action, about people of, of the Latin descent, African descent getting into colleges. Meanwhile, your child is so fucking underdeveloped that you gotta sh- shove out five hundred thousand. That's a lot, of goddamn money. Five hundred thousand. You could just open them a business for them to just go into college. You could have just gave them the bread and say, "Go start you a goddamn business." <clears throat> or just start the business for him and get And on top of that, shit. you doing all that goofy ass shit. And Lori Laughlin's daughter is, you know, she's a she's an influencer or whatever the fuck, you know. Basically, that's, you know, IG terminology for goofy bitch with a lot of people that follow him, whatever. Um, y'all doing this shit and one of them was trying to get into USC and they live in L.A. That was this one, whatever this one was. Trying she to put get her it. on the yeah, Roman she, team. Yeah, Lori Laughlin's daughter. They, you did all this shit for her to get in the USC, not Yale, not Harvard, not Princeton, not Princeton. US fucking C. That's how much of a fucking failure your daughter is. She can't even get in the USC by herself. That's a fucking state school. Not putting USC down. USC is a decent. It's a good school. That's the Ohio but they live State in LA But they live in California. It's not like so they So how hard was Vegas it for your child is so fucking unprepared for life that they can't even get into USC. That's basically what she's saying. A state school. You spent 500000 for that. For 500000 She should have just paid the tuition and let her just keep going back. The fuck? Right. I would have been like, okay, what, you failed again? All right, bitch, we taking the class Meanwhile, again. the bitch is on internet talking about some, like, they, of course, once all this shit hit the fan, it started coming up that, you know, she did videos talking about some, you know, I don't really want to go to school, but, you know, when I go, I guess I'll get cool with the... You know, with the dean and and, and my uh, teachers, but really, I just want to go to keg parties and just have a good time and and go on spring break. That's really why I'm going to school. To go on spring break. Yeah, to go on said. spring break and go to keg parties and kick it. That's what she wants to do. And then immediately after the shit hit the fan, she left school. I'm laughing because I'm like the irony of it is, bitch, you never even got in, so you probably gonna get kicked the fuck out anyways. So, of you, but you, but that's my thing. Like, if if my mama about to shove out some money, motherfucker, I'm at Harvard. I'm I'm about to pull a motherfucking George W. So fast, please get me into Harvard, get me into Yale, cause that's basically the same thing they did with his C plus ass, and that motherfucker uh was six hundred some points under. What you supposed to have to even get into one of those schools. But daddy used his influence and got his seat average ass into the college. And you sitting there, y'all shoved you, your mom about to go to jail for USC. And y'all live in LA. Like that's the fucked up part about it. Meanwhile, <clears throat> little little Enrico, who been working like a motherfucker, doing everything he's supposed to do, that's one slot he couldn't get because your bitch ass got to go. Like, the shit is just bewildering. That shit is crazy to me. Like, you couldn't get in the USC, bitch? What the fuck was you doing in school? Nothing. Sucking dick and skipping? Well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and segue <clears throat> into, the, <laughs> into our next article. 
Because I want to be talking about her baby was sucking dick. That's what she was oh, doing. That's right, what we do. My, she made it known. I, I just want to kick it and party. She made it known. My advice I just is. Be cute and my advice is she could slide me that five hundred thousand so I can go ahead and pay off my fucking loans. You know what I'm saying? Like you can go ahead and slide that. You know what she could have did is just make a fucking scholarship out of that money. That would have been smart. But whatever. You know what? I say this. Put her ass in jail. Bye, Lori. You and other, the other chick. Right. Bye. Go to jail. Enjoy time. We put Cosby in jail. Put R. Kelly in jail. Put Lori Laughlin in jail. Put the other girl in jail. Fact, Everybody go to jail. It Fuck was it. a fucking parent who had their kid using a different address to go to a better school. That mother, she got. I was in Ohio. Yeah, she got Akron. fined, what, 50000 Yeah, it was in Ohio. Was and Akron. three years jail time for that shit. And if they get a slap on the wrist for this, oh, it should be some shit in the game because this is this is super duper corrupt. I'm thinking about, and it's funny because I'm looking at this shit and I'm thinking about an old ass movie, one of Lori Laughlin's first movies, The New Kids with James Spader. And he said something in there that I think she should have said to her daughter when she didn't get into a school. James Spader said this to Lori Laughlin at a lunch table. He said, you know what, bitch, you had your shot. You just fucked it up. That's what I would have told her. Bitch, I ain't shoving out no money for your so-called influential Instagram ass. Like, that shit is fucking hilarious. They indicted her on a movie set. That, I, wish I, could, I wish someone would have filmed that. That sounded awesome. But yeah, that 500000 could have did somebody some good somewhere else. For real. Facts. <clears throat> Well, my advice, she didn't go to jail. So for our last one, do you want to talk about the kids that are boycotting climate control, the airline that tries to give a woman uh, the boot due to her attire, or the judge that rules unvaccinated kids can't go back to school? Or five signs you have anxiety. Um. Let's let's go with the judge uh, that won't let the kids go back to school with the vaccinations without vaccinations. Okay. That one kind of close to home right there. So according to CNN, Ryan Pryor, a federal judge has turned down a request to let more than 40 unvaccinated children return to classes in a suburban New York school while there's a measles outbreak in the area. So students from Green Meadow Waldorf School in Rockland County which is just north of New York City, had to stay home from school um, due to the health department. They have about 300 kids enrolled. They said that there is a total of 146 total cases. 82% of the patients did not have the MMR vaccine for measles, mumps, and rubella. Measles is a highly contagious respiratory disease, uh, which was largely eliminated in the early 2000s. Um, they believe that an international traveler introduced measles into the into the, that county last September, leaving anybody who's un, unvaccinated very vulnerable to being ill. More than 20 patients are listed on the lawsuit. Um, so the children have to stay home. The Supreme Court has held that the public health is a primary objective of the government, and we have to stand strong for the protection of the babies and the infirm who would be affected by this disease. Um, so basically, they're just saying, like, because in that county, there's somebody had measles, keep your ass at home. 
What's your advice? Switch schools. Shit. Switch schools. I mean, <clears throat> I just don't fuck with vaccinations no way. Because it's just like, whatever. I have my own little thing on with that one. But I guess the judge heart was in the right place. You know what I mean? But at the same time, too, okay, don't send the kids back to school. But assign them some teachers to teach them at the house. They should be being homeschooled right now if that's the case. True. I don't. I didn't hear that as an option. You know what I mean? That's the only beef I would have. We're going to keep the kids home and we're going to see to it that they're homeschooled until we get this shit under wraps and we make sure that this measles outbreak is controlled and then they can return to school. I didn't hear them say that. Is that mentioned in the article? Um, not that I saw, but I'm I'm assuming so because it just sounded like just because that was an outbreak that they wanted them to stay home. Yeah, so I can understand the judge's uh, point of view on that. Hell, the parents are just pissed because what are they gonna do with their kids? Get them homeschooled, and the county should pay for it. Hmm, that's what I would suggest. If y'all gonna keep my kids home. Make sure that they're homeschooled. Make sure that there's teachers that that they can give some allotted time to come to my house and and pretty much teach my kids. And make sure that uh, what they're being taught is aligned with the syllabus of what they would get when they're at school. That's how that would solve that problem right there. True. Well, that's kind of my advice too. Is I mean, you knew your kid wasn't vaccinated. You knew that there was a possibility that they wouldn't be able to go to school because some sickness happened. So you should have prepared for a rainy day. This is a rainy, sleety-ass day. But at the same time, right now, across America, a lot of people are not fucking with vaccinations because a lot of times it'd be the vaccinations themselves that be fucking kids up. So a lot of people are kind of like, I'm not fucking with it. And because that is what's going on, you you know, the district should prepare for that. Okay, we have outbreak. We're going to send kids home. But while kids are home, we got all these damn substitute teachers that's waiting to come in line, you know, and sub shit. Give them a job. Now they got a job, though. Your job is to go to that home. We're going to give you a, a syllabus of what these kids need to be learning while they're out of school. Boom. That solves that problem. Okay. Well, with that being said, we're going to segue into our last segment, Protect Your Energy. So I got this from Law of Attraction Tribe, Instagram. Speak it into physical reality. Energy takes time to manifest, but it will manifest. Justin Perry. Mm. So it's kind of like when you go in the mirror, tell yourself whatever it is that that you want. And you have to tell yourself, not like, I want, it's I'm going to do this. And then actually take action to make that happen and and continue to do that and continue to have positivity when you're doing that and when you're telling yourself that. That's what I get from that. Right. That was my first interpretation of it. I feel like um, me and my wife, we we go back and forth with this. When I get angry, I get to saying things. And she said, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, because... You can't say can't and you can't say not going to happen. You can't speak like that. So it's like basically you have to teach yourself to have progressive positive language. If that makes sense to you. No, it does. You have to have progressive positive language. 
So everything that you used to do that was pretty much uh, in the negative on the conversation side, you're basically drawing that shit to you. So if you do a whole lot of, man, I can't, man, I won't, man, I'm not able to, then you're not going to be able to do whatever the fuck you want to do. But once you start telling yourself, and then on top of that, the flip side of that is, it's one thing to say that shit, to say Yes, I'm about to do this. Yes, I'm about to do that. Yes, I'm going to move this way. I'm going to feel this way. You got to believe that shit too. So that's why I look it in the mirror while you say these things and you have these positive affirmations. That's when the universe would pretty much conspire to make them things happen for you. So just keep that in mind throughout your week or your weekend. Whenever you get this podcast and listen to it. When you start speaking positive progressive language the universe will conspire to make those things happen for you so for you uh thirsty bitches if you really want that forty dollars you're gonna get that forty dollars you gotta say you know what i know for a fact i'm about to get forty dollars today once you start believing that you're gonna probably get four thousand dollars right it might not be from the source that you think you're gonna get it from the universe will conspire for you to get that you just got to believe it. And as long as you believe it, you can achieve it. I know that sounds corny, but it's real. And that, and I'm going to leave off with that. All right. Well, I think we did a 50th episode. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right. With that being said, this has been another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up. Check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, we're featured on Podcast Republic, Stitcher. Did you say iTunes? I did. I'm like blanking. Uh, Google Play and iHeartRadio. There you go. All right. All and right. We, and we got one more. Hopefully that, soon. That, that's, that's waiting to, to give us the okay. We'll let y'all know by the next podcast if that comes through. For sure. All right. Google us. We out of here. Hashtag fuck with us Fridays. We out. Peace. Bye. That was a good one. Poppy, nigga. We're done. Now you must dance. No. You got all that right.